Looking to improve your English but not sure where to start? Let's keep it simple. Head to my website, englishlikeanative.co.uk and take my quick English level test. It's designed to be quick and easy and it will give you a very clear starting point for your learning journey. Spend a few minutes today for better English tomorrow. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Hi there, welcome to the English Like a Native podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and this is your five a day. The first on our list is rash. Now, you might say, Anna, rash was on our last list. <laughs> but this rash is an adjective. It's not the prickly type of spots that you get on your skin. This means to be careless or unwise, to act without a thought of the consequences. So you are being rash. You might make a rash decision. That's quite a common collocation, a rash decision. You make a decision without thinking about the consequences, without fully considering the consequences. We've all been there, haven't we? To make a rash decision. Number two is apparently, apparently. I always think this is a, a great word for the gossips. Apparently, this is an adverb and it means that you've learned some information that you're passing on, but you're not certain if it's true or not which is why I say it's a good word for the gossips, because you're saying, well, I heard apparently Jules is pregnant and apparently the father of the child is not her husband. <gasps> apparently she's over the moon. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's number two. Number three is a great adjective. This is lopsided, lopsided. Now, growing up, I always thought this was lob-sided with a B, but apparently not. Apparently, it's with a P, lopsided, lopsided. If something or someone is lopsided, then it means that one side is bigger or higher or greater or wider than the other. So it, it's somehow not even or not equal, not level. If someone walks slightly lopsided, it means that uh, maybe one leg is shorter than the other or they have a limp and they are walking in a very unusual way, kind of leaning over to one side. Oh, you're a bit lopsided there. What's going on? If you have a lopsided table, that would be unfortunate. You try and put your drink down on a, on a lopsided table, it might spill. Certainly you might find that your pencil would roll down a lopsided table. Okay, so that's number three. Number four, overtime. Overtime. Now I'm looking at the noun here. The noun overtime, all one word, means time that you've worked outside of or in addition to your normal working hours. So if I normally work every Monday from nine till five, but you ask me to stay after work and work an additional hour, so you want me to work from nine till six today, then I will work an extra hour in overtime. Okay, so I've worked some overtime. 
I could say to you, I've put in lots of overtime this month. And you'd know that means I've worked lots of additional hours outside of my contracted hours. Or I might boast about the fact that I got an extra £100 for overtime this week. Woohoo! Meaning I got paid more for working more than I usually do. Number five on the list is a verb to retire. To retire. This is something most of us do at some point in our lives, usually in old age or as we become a little less able. Maybe we have ill health in our later years. So we retire from work. This means to leave your job or your career and stop working permanently. Many of us are saving for our retirement. So we can hopefully have a little bit of fun before we die. (laughs) Okay, so that's our five. Let's recap. Number one, rash. Number two, apparently. Number three, lopsided. Number four, over time. Number five, to retire. Now let's put them all together in a little story. As George approached his 60s, he decided it was time to retire. He had put in plenty of overtime during his career, and now it was time to kick back and relax. Apparently, his wife had different plans. She had been nagging him to take up a hobby or find a part-time job to keep himself busy and, most importantly, out of the house, as she needed peace and quiet to do her creative work. George, being a rash and sometimes thoughtless man, decided to take up woodworking and spent a fortune on all the tools. He spent his days in the garage, sawing and hammering away, creating all sorts of odd-shaped objects. It soon became apparent that George's woodworking skills were... Well, quite terrible. His wife tried to gently suggest that he find a different hobby. But George was determined to become a master craftsman. The only problem was that every piece he made was lopsided, wobbly or just plain ugly. It seemed that retirement wasn't all it was cracked up to be, at least not for George, nor his poor wife. Well, I hope you found this episode useful. And if you'd like to support this podcast, then you can by leaving a rating or review so that other listeners can find us. Or you can go a step further and become a plus member and get your hands on all that bonus material. Details are in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, take care and goodbye.